in-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dunlap. Greg, it's big. It's Steelers-Browns for some of the marbles. It can't be all the marbles because if it were all the marbles, you'd go to the playoffs if you win. It's just for some of the marbles. But you can get the rest of the marbles if Buffalo beats New England. And you can get, well, more marbles if the Jets beat Miami. I don't know why I'm using the marbles analogy, but I am. We said 2% chance. Now you think about it. I don't know what the percentages are now. Maybe you do, Greg. 16. That feels a little low. Oh, yeah. It really, it really does because you know who's not playing on Sunday for the Tua. Dolphins? Tua, Tua. Teddy Bridgewater. That's right. It's not Bridgewater broke his hand. Tua's brain is mashed potatoes, not to make light of that. Who doesn't love mashed potatoes? Had some with sauerkraut on uh, New Year's. That's the tradition. <sighs> Listen, the Jets suck, and Mike White's no good. They think Mike White's good. He's not good. He's just better than Zach Wilson. But I also think Mike White, is better than what's his name, Skyler Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> and I also think that the Jets' defense is better than Miami's. I don't know that they're going to be favored. Actually, I haven't looked at the line, but it wouldn't shock me in the slightest if the Jets win that game. Uh, to me, it comes down to that game. Like the Steelers can take care of Cleveland, no problem. New England's going to lose to Buffalo. Whoa, 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 whoa. You think the Steelers are going to dispatch the Browns no problem? Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. They don't dispatch of anybody no problem, Greg. They no, have to – they run right. the ball, they play defense, they <laughs> score like nine points per three quarters, and then somehow they find a way to pull it out at the end. I do think the Steelers win. I think it is going to be like a root canal. It is going to be miserable, Greg. It is going to suck. Those other games are going to be going on, and it's going to be like Skylar Thompson uh, rushes for five yards on third down and three. It's a 17-play drive for the New York Jets. Like You're going to see all kind of weird crap happen in that game. You know New England's going to keep it close against Buffalo because Bill Belichick. Those are going to be like pulling teeth, and then the Steelers, bro. It's going to be like it's going to be like Iowa versus Minnesota. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to suck. All right, let me let me backtrack. Steelers will beat the Browns, but it's going to be ugly. Yeah. It's not going to be a no problem kind of game. It'll be ugly, but they're going to win. Uh Buffalo beats New England as long as they have something to play for. And it comes down to can Mike White make yeah. enough plays? Because I don't think the Jets will just, you know, be able to run the ball effectively, especially with no Brees Hall. If Buffalo is playing for something, then the order of difficulty I would rank like this. Jets Dolphins. Steelers, Browns, Bills, Patriots. And by difficulty, I mean 
the likelihood that I think, or, or yeah, the likelihood that I think that they would happen, like, or or how hard it is for the thing the Steelers need to happen to happen. Maybe I got marbles in my mouth. You get what I'm saying? Or, or counting on the Jets to beat the Dolphins is the toughest thing that needs to happen. Neither of those teams have won in five weeks. Yeah, I know. That's 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 my concern too. Like the Jets, and the Jets are playing for nothing. The Jets stink. <laughs> They I mean, this is what you get for relying on the uh, for for losing to the Jets. You now have to rely on them. That's all I kept thinking when I was watching that New England game. Greg was, oh my God, you lose to Mac Jones, so now I have to root for Mac Jones right. and Matt Patricia's offense that he's coordinating. Dear God, if yeah, two, it's what happens when you don't take care of business, and unfortunately, they didn't do it multiple times. I have to amend something that I've been saying for, like, weeks and weeks now, Greg. Okay. I said if the Steelers go 9-8 and eight and don't make the playoffs, that it's going to not be a successful season. I will still be disappointed because of what we've already talked about. They missed their opportunities to control their own fate. But... I don't know if I can call it a disappointment when you know you got a franchise quarterback. I'm with you there because I think at the beginning of this season, it was what will Kenny Pickett be by the end? Yep. And with Trubisky getting the, the first couple of games, like, okay, when's it going to be Kenny's turn? When's it going to be Kenny's turn? Finally, Kenny's turn. He's got the bumps and bruises. He's making the mistakes, but he keeps growing. And I keep telling people each and every week, Kenny Pickett is growing as a quarterback and as an NFL player. I'm seeing it each week, the, the plays that he can make, the mistakes that he's avoiding when he throws the ball away and doesn't just throw in a double coverage and throw a pick or take a sack. Now, he took a bad one yesterday, but he was also running for his life because the offensive line got blown up on that play. But Kenny Pickett's growing, and that is one thing that we were hoping to see all season long. Will this guy be your franchise quarterback? And I think we have the answer. I think we do. I think we do. Do the Steelers have a franchise running back? I really like Najee. I mean, he's running with his – I can't say head on fire because you, you gave me a problem with that. Oh, last my time. God. He's running with third-degree burns. He's running like a madman, though. Like, he is aggressive, and he, he just doesn't care anymore. He's just running through dudes. Before I, he was running around dudes, now he's just running through dudes. I love it. And I do I, – I don't, I don't know, man, if it was the injury that did it. Because you're right. Like, he wasn't seeking contact before. Now he ain't freaking scared. Exactly. And I also think Jalen Warren being good might have a lot to do with this. Yeah. Because he sees that guy and he goes, I'm better than him, but he runs harder than me. Well, now he doesn't. Now Najee runs just as hard as Jalen Warren. Early in the year, you just didn't you just didn't see the want to from Najee, and that's so cliche. And I hate doing that because it's hard for anybody to say to 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 be able to get inside a guy's head and know know what the effort level is, right? But at least the appearance was Najee wasn't playing as hard as we saw him his rookie year. Like his rookie year, he was that guy. He, he ran so violently, and Kyle Brandt's giving him scepters and shit. Like I don't I don't know what happened early on. I'm just happy he's figured it out now because. That's now at least another piece of the puzzle moving forward that you feel like you have an answer about that was a question mark. Like, 
three weeks ago I was going, they might not have their franchise quarterback, or at least I don't know. I don't think their running back's all that good. Like, he's fine. And then their wide receiver, they're paying $18 million, not good enough. And George Pickens hasn't done it. And there are all these questions. Mm-hmm. But now Najee Harris has stacked some good performances. That's a that's a damning good run defense. No Clayus Campbell, I understand. But that's a damning good run defense. And they whooped the, their ass. I mean, they took it right to them. So hey, I man, think Jalen Warren, it was, bah, it was a two-headed monster yesterday. It was. And I talked about this on the pregame game show with Doran and Zeiss. This was a game where, like, even if the Steelers didn't have success running, I wanted them to stick with it because I knew that the Ravens' offense couldn't run away and hide. But even I thought it paid such dividends in that fourth quarter. They kept, they pounded and pounded and pounded. And I think maybe one of the reasons why the Steelers were able to get that touchdown on the final drive is because the Ravens' defense was probably worn down. I agree with that. I mean, the, the opening drive of the game when the Steelers ran right down their throats, it's like, is this really how this is going right now? I mean – Running the football effectively with both running backs, it looked like the Ravens' run defense didn't have an answer. And then a couple of times they'd get a stop and the Steelers would abandon the run. It's like, no, don't abandon the run. It's the thing that's been helping you all season long since you've established it. And thankfully, they went back to it in the second half and it worked out well for them. Like, you're down 10 points. I get it. You have to usually throw the ball a lot. But this offense is better when they run the football effectively and often. I have a question for you next, Greg. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Let's do it. Fourth down in the Steel City. 